player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 134 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? <gasps> He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. That thing is freaking awesome. It's this is, also this is, ginormous. I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm also not. I don't know if you can hear it. I don't know. Does, oh, that does it really make the sound like that? I mean, when he's when he's putting it, I think it makes that sound when he's putting it on. Okay. It's freaking awesome! Bam! Uh, that guy. That is ginormous. <laughs> Just think about that. I'm pretty sure that's pretty much life size for Thanos's freaking hand. Uh, probably. Like the dude is gigantic. Anyways, episode 134, thank you guys so much for being here. This is the Two-Player Co-op Podcast, where every week, two brothers get together to discuss everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you head over to youtube.com slash two-player co-op, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button as we're on a quest to get to a thousand subs, and yeah, tell your friends, tell your girlfriend, tell your wife, tell your husband, tell your grandma, tell, <laughs> tell your girlfriend and your wife. <laughs> is that what I said? Well, it depends. I could be hey, talking could to be one person people. and then yes. talking to another. Don't have a girlfriend if you have a wife, unless your wife is your girlfriend, and then keep that going. Um. Uh, if we don't we we don't sell stuff like this Infinity Gauntlet, but if you do want cool T-shirts, go over to Teespring.com. Oh, you should have kept it on for that. Teespring.com/stores/slash/two-player-co-op. Did I even say that right? Yeah. Um, check out our Cuphead Let's Plays. We're playing through all of Cuphead in two-player co-op mode on the Switch. We're having a blast doing it. Uh, we just recorded two more episodes before we recorded this episode. What is happening? Oh. This is not gonna. This is gonna be horrible for the audio listeners. Um, Just temporarily. You can turn it off while you do that. Good idea. And I'll do the thing. Um, so yeah, check out our Cuphead Let's Plays that we've been doing over there. Uh, by the time this is, so this is going up probably a day later than it normally would. I think this is going up on Thursday because life gets in the way and we're not able to record until Tuesday night, which is what it is right now. Um, <laughs> This is hilarious. Now, don't forget to turn it back on. Oh, this is, this is not going to work. There we go. This is going <gasps> to... No, that's not going to work. Because it's going to... It's going to... It's not turned on also. The mic mic's on. You did turn it back on? I don't know. I don't know if the people can hear me right now. All right, it was worth a shot. No, I can barely hear you. Um, So check out our Cuphead Let's Plays. If you couldn't tell, we're kind of obsessed with Avengers Endgame. Check out our review we did for that. The first, I don't know, five or six minutes are spoiler-free before we get into spoiling everything about the movie. Um, I almost would like to do a follow-up because I've now seen it twice and there's stuff I forgot to pull up. I forgot to bring up in the first uh, review. Um, But the movie is a 10 out of 10. And now that I've seen it twice, it's my favorite MCU movie. It's gone past Infinity War. It's gone past Winter Soldier. It's just so damn good. Um, yeah, you're not on. Unlike uh, some other movies, like a lot of movies, really. When I think about it, this has not soured for me in the least bit. No, not at all. Like, not like Episode Eight did. Not like Batman versus Superman. Not like not Justice like League. Not movie. like except Shazam. And one, yeah, and Man of Steel. I've pretty much had the same opinion about that the whole time. I do still want to see it again. Um, it's basically smashed or is going to smash every record. Ever. So, three hundred and fifty-seven million. W- I was pretty weekend. confident when I said it would hit three hundred, and I was way under with that. Yeah, the thing I didn't take into account because I said I don't know that it can hit three hundred, but then I'm like. Because it's a three-hour movie, but it's like, of course it can. They just put it in more... It, it, it opened up on the most screens of any movie in the history of the U.S. Really? Yeah. So, duh, if you do that. Like, the the Calgaryville thing, it's like 60, 70% of the screens are showing it. And there's like yeah. 30 showings a day or something. So, obviously, it was going to get there. So, 357 million domestic, over 1.22 billion globally. That's insane. That's unbelievable. It doubled Justice League in one weekend globally. And probably domestically, too. It didn't make much domestically. Um, but it's just, it's so good. So, yeah, go check out our spoiler review. It's, it. I almost think it was better the second time. I still, uh, I think it's fine to say I cried. 
like happy tears and everything like at the oh, same time. It was just an emotional there roller was just, coaster oh, throughout. So it's so it's just so freaking good. We're not gonna spoil anything about it here. Do not worry about that if you haven't seen it yet. However, go see the movie because it is that freaking good and they deserve they I they they just pulled off something that is just unheard of. Yeah. And uh, like we said in the review, I don't even know that I, it's almost like, and this sounds bad, but it's a good thing. It's like, I almost don't even, they probably should have just ended the MCU and just start over, which I want, maybe that is what they're going to do without really ending it. Just maybe they, they, they do the Spider-Man and they do a Black Widow movie and they do uh, uh Guardians 3 and they do all this other stuff. And um, I just, I don't know how, you can't ever top this. It, you, you can't. It, there, no, it, you it'll can't. never be done again. It's the best superhero movie ever. Again, I still don't know. I still think Dark Knight is my favorite movie of all time. But again, like we said in our review, it's like you can't even, it's like you can't even, comp- it's apples and oranges really, those two movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, and mean, also I'm a Batman guy. I don't know. I mean, Dark Knight is amazing. But it's almost not really a superhero. No, I know it's movie. like a crime drama. Yeah, like, I don't know it, that it, Batman just happens to be in. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not you consider Dark Knight a superhero movie, even if you do, what is all that sound? It's the AC. Is it always that loud? Oh, we don't usually have the. Well, usually it's heat. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. while. Um, I think it's my favorite superhero movie ever, and that may even include The Dark Knight. I don't yeah. know. They're just so I different, know. but... <sighs> Not even to bring up Justice League, what's really crazy, if you think about it, this movie made more than The Dark Knight in opening weekend. Dark Knight was like $1.04 billion or something. Was it that much? Dark Knight Rises made more than it. I think it got to $1.1. Jeez, I don't remember being that high. Yep. Um... But I don't know what else there is to say. We're not going to get in spoilers, so really there's nothing else we can say. Um, also, actually, the one thing, this won't be a spoiler, but just very vague here. Also, the best fight scene ever. Yes. Just, that's all I'll say. Like, it makes the, the airport scene in Civil War look like nothing. That yeah. was, that, that now it's like, okay, that's all I'll say. God, it's so freaking, I want to see it like two more times. I want it to be on Blu-ray right now. I still think I need to see it again. Yeah, I want it on Blu-ray right now. Maybe we can convince Dad to go. And he can just pay for both of us. Because I'm not going to pay a third time to go see it. But if dad goes, then he'll pay for us. And I'd yeah. like to see it a third time. Well, you've already spent probably, what, close to $60 on tickets for this movie now? That's what I'm saying. And now they should just give me a Blu-ray. <laughs> um, but I took the boys, my, my two older boys. They both, obviously, they loved it. They said it's the best movie they've ever seen. So that's enough Endgame end talk. If you want more stuff, go check out our spoiler review, like I said. And it's it was it was perfect. Uh, Sean, you had a pretty freaking awesome weekend. Sure did. Where did you go? Uh, I went to Nashville uh, for the NFL draft. We didn't make it for round one, but we went for because days two and three. Um, they really, they knocked it out of the park. They had all this like, and I'm sure they probably do when they have it in other cities too, but this whole NFL experience, I don't yeah. know what they called it, but there's a bunch of meet and greets. There was all sorts of just little photo ops. There's fun little, they have like a whole basically like mini combine you could do, but the line was like super long where you can test your vertical and your oh 40 yard dash time and like all these things. Um, I'd be they, so depressed. We didn't even have time to do. Um, but we, you know, we entered some like text contest thing and got picked to where we got to go, not to that front front section, if anybody watched it on TV, but the front most of the standing section. Um, but by that point, I mean, we had been there since like 10, 10 30 and the draft, the actual draft didn't start Friday until six, I think. Yeah. It's still prime time. And it was like three hours at least two and a half hours before round two was done. And then there was still round three after that. And then Tim McGraw performed, which I would have liked to have seen, but we just couldn't do it anymore. We were beat. Um, I did meet Tiki Barber. He was there. He was doing like his radio show with somebody. And then during like the breaks, he came out and like met people. And so I talked to him a little bit. I uh, got a picture with him. Second time I met him, I showed him the picture from like nine years ago. The first time I met him, 
And he's like, oh, I mean, he didn't remember me, obviously, right. but he remembered, you know, it was at this diner in New York. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that diner. He's like, I met my wife up that way and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, then the second day, we were just kind of wiped. We didn't know mm-hmm. what to expect. But we're like, let's just go. We'll hang out, whatever. At least the actual draft starts earlier. Um, we were walking in and these couple people stop us and they say, hey, are you Verizon Wireless customers? And I'm like... <clears throat> so two of a me and another guy aren't but the other guy was so he's like yeah so i don't know if this was like a sales pitch like right. they wanted us to say no so they could try to convert us or they want us to say yes so they can give us something turned out to be the latter um so they hooked us up with uh passes to like this bleacher area there's covers we were out of the sun um up a little bit higher but still really close so we could see everything it was catered. There's free food and drink all day. They had people, you know, players coming up for meet and greets and autographs and stuff. Um, so we got to meet uh, Brian Arakpo and Orlando Pace, Hall of Famer Orlando Pace. That was pretty cool. Then they came and just like sat out with us. They both sat like in the row directly in front of us and just kind of like chatted with everybody for a little bit. They're super chill. Um, after that, Marcus Mariota. Who I'm like, that's cool. Mainly because it's quarterback. You know, everybody wants to meet the quarterback. But I don't know if this is him or his, like, agent or or what. But somebody was a diva. And my buddy, who's a Titans fan, he was wearing a Mariota jersey. um, They specifically called him out and said, by the way, all he's signing are these little mini... uh, helmets that they gave us which is fine because that's what i had the first two sign anyway um but my buddy bruce he had like a football that he wanted to have some people sign but he didn't have he was like maybe i'll just have this be like a titans ball so he didn't have the first two sign it but then he was told that Mariota wouldn't sign it either he's like don't even ask like oh my gosh uh then when we were waiting in line you know they invited us in row by row so the line was only like 10 people deep. Okay. And in the like five minutes we were standing in line, he was stopped by three different people working there saying, Hey, by the way, I don't know if anybody's told you, but it's really important that you don't ask him to sign your Jersey. Like don't ask him to sign the Jersey. Don't ask him to sign the football. Don't ask him to sign anything. He's signing the mini helmets and the mini helmets only. And I'm like, okay, it was still cool to meet him. He was very pleasant, nice guy and all, but I don't like that. He's one of those guys because what I know what some of these athletes they they hate signing autographs. Period. Because they're like, oh, you you don't really care about getting this signature. You just wore this jersey just so I could sign it, so you can turn around and try to sell it for five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever it is. Right. So yeah. that's probably. But that's just like come, come on, dude. That's that's that sucks. Yeah. Especially if you're wearing his jersey, you think it'd be like, come on, man. Right. But. Regardless, even besides that, um, then who else did we meet? Um, somebody Orlando Pace, really, did you say that? Yeah. Oh, it was um, Kenyon Drake, who I wouldn't have known. Oh, is he Miami? Miami, yeah. yeah. Or he was, I assume he still is. Um, but also a super chill guy, um, very nice. But it was awesome just meeting everybody. Um, oh, then, so this guy that was sitting up there with us one not one he was just kind of chosen to he's a big jets fan he got to go on stage and read off one of the jets draft picks and so this guy danny who was kind of like the host of everything was like by the way guys just keep tweeting keep posting on instagram facebook whatever like use hashtag verizon up and you know maybe you'll get lucky maybe you'll get picked too whatever and so i'm like well i want to read off the giants pick that would be cool so I started tweeting and tweeting and tweeting and recruiting him and uh, Nerd901's Nick, uh, my wife, Brittany, everybody I could think of like, hey, retweet my stuff and use that hashtag and whatever. Just get it out there. So uh, I went to the bathroom. This is going somewhere. And when I was finished, I was washing my hands and Danny was there and he's like, hey, what's your name again? And I'm like, Sean. He's like, ah, that's right. And you know, so we were on the way back. We were walking back and just kind of, he's like, where are you from? You know, you guys having a good time? You, you know, what do you think of this whole thing? Yada, yada, yada. So we were just talking the whole way. Super nice guy. 
I get back to my buddies. I'm like, man, I just was talking to the host on the way back from the bathroom, getting some quality time in with him. Maybe, you know, I'll get lucky and he'll pick me to go do the Giants pick or whatever. Not 10 seconds later, he shows up and does a whole like, all right, everybody, you know, can I get your attention for a few minutes? Uh, I see you all tweeting. You guys are being great. You're getting really, you know, getting the word out there for Verizon up and yada, 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 yada. But, you know, I really want to. There's one person here I really want to call out right now, and that's this guy, Sean. Uh, you know, he's a loyal Verizon customer. Nope. Um, luckily, he didn't ask for By proof the way, or anything. Can I see your phone? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, oh my god, this is it. He's gonna, I'm gonna get to make the pick. He's like, you know, he's been tweeting a lot. He's got, you know, he's a new dad. I saw his wife's out there tweeting for him, whatever. And I'm like, <gasps> and then uh, I can't complain. But he's like, eh, you know, so we got a little something for him. And it's a Adrian Peterson signed football, which at the time I was still like, this is awesome. Like, sweet. I'll take it. I would have rather gotten to read the yeah. Giants draft pick, but whatever. Like Adrian Peterson, surefire Hall of Famer signed football. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And it's a legit, it's like the Duke. It's like the actual, mm-hmm. like an NFL football. Um, So I was pretty thrilled with that. Then... These other people up by us got, you know, randomly chosen, not randomly, was selected, and they won a J.J. Watt signed jersey. And I'm like, man, I think I'd kind of rather have that. And the guy was wearing a Sean Taylor Redskins jersey, so I'm like, maybe he's a Redskins fan. Maybe he would rather have Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. So I started talking to him. I'm like, no pressure or anything, but I saw that you got this. I see you're a Redskins fan. Would you rather have this? I'm like, I don't really care. I have no stake in the game. Like, I like them both, whatever. But I figured maybe you would prefer this. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I thought about, you know, let me let me think about it. I'll get back to you. And I'm like, he's not getting back to me. Then on the draft stage, they gave away a Saquon Barkley signed football. And like through Twitter, it was like a trivia question. It was uh, the NFL Network guy. What's his name? Rich. Um, no, uh, Steve. Mariucci. No, Kurt, uh, Hanson. Kurt Warner. No, Hanson. <laughs> Somebody Hanson. Steve Hanson. I don't know. I know Steve Sable. Somebody Hanson. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and it was a trivia question. It was like, first person that shows up in my timeline with the correct answer wins this football. And I did it, but I wasn't the first one. So he announced the name of who won it. It was this girl. She was wearing like a giant, uh, no, a Lions jersey. I'm like, she's not even a Giants fan. I'm like, I want that ball. So I found her on Twitter, and I like messaged her. I'm like, hey, congratulations. You know, I won this Adrian Peterson signed football, but I'm a big Giants fan. I'm wondering if maybe you'd want to trade. And she never got back to me. So by the end of it, I ended up being almost somewhat disappointed walking you didn't home. Make either swap, right? Yeah. I didn't get my Giants pick. I didn't get either of the trades I was hoping to make. But now that I'm home and I've had a chance to just kind of digest it all a little bit, it's still pretty cool that I got an Adrian Peterson signed football yeah. along with all these other autographs and stuff. So yeah, I had the time in my life. It was fantastic. Um, they blew the record out of the water. I think the most attended draft before was in Philly. That just Whenever, seeing the shots of Broadway ago. on the TV was like, oh, it was, oh my, packed. it's like New Year's Eve is what yes. it looks like. Um, I think the previous record was when they were in Philly maybe a year or two ago, and it was like 200-something thousand, and Nashville had over 600,000 people. My God. So it's in, it's in Vegas next year, which will be fun. I'm not going, but I'm sure that'd be fun. But I'm hoping they come back to Nashville again. I would definitely go again. It seems like the NFL was super happy with the turnout and everything was fantastic. So I'm really glad I went. And yeah, hopefully they come back in the not too distant future because I would definitely go again. Everything was perfect except for the Giants draft pick, which I still... All of them, really. I don't understand. I like, I like Dexter Lawrence too. At least that's a good pick, but like we've already got two young D tackles. So why are we why, why are we not we, taking an offensive tackle? We didn't draft. I think our last pick was a tackle, or maybe second to last. Yeah, like and we, we had, took another defensive tackle from Syracuse. Yeah, which is cool that he got drafted. But like Daniel Jones, really, the only thing I think he's first off, he's not going to play a second this year unless he like gets hurt. Heaven forbid. Yeah, and then if he sucks for one year, like I said, my end. We're in the end game now. It's all about Trevor Lawrence for me. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It, it can't work out that we get. A Manning, and then we get this can't miss quarterback prospect. There's no way, but, right? Um, kind of a slow news week this week. 
So reached out for on the Twitters and said, Hey, if you got any questions for what we want you want us to talk about, go ahead, let us know. Um, so we got a couple Nick Shafani. Well, no, I'm going to do this one first. Good buddy. John Bernardo tweets us and says, Sonic trailer thoughts. Let's hear it. And he has Robotnik as his profile picture. I did look up his tweet. He's all in now. Bernardo, I'm very sorry. I love you. This movie looks like complete, absolute garbage. It looks worse than I thought it would. Um, Jim Carrey is just, he's not Dr. Robotnik. He's Jim Carrey. He's not even just Jim Carrey. He's somebody, somebody got a time machine and went back to 1994 and yeah. went down to the set of Ace Ventura and pulled him out and just said, now you're in a Sonic movie. Just do the exact same thing. Like he's, he's just Jim Carrey. He's not, and I don't even know what Robotnik would be in my mind, but it's not this. I know at least. Isn't at he also trailer, fat? Yes. I mean, at least at the end of the trailer, he's got the, he's mat, got the, he's right. got the mustache, but yeah. like still it just, it doesn't look right. He's not fat. He weighs like 120 pounds. It's not Robotnik. Sonic. It, it, it looks as horrible as I thought he, why is he so furry? Why are his, why, why does he not, he's not wearing gloves. It's like like Bernardo was saying, people were down on the Ninja Turtles. He ended up liking that. I ended up liking that too, but that was Ninja Turtles. And while I didn't really like the design of the noses and the size of the turtles, the CGI was good. It was good enough. I actually think the CGI and the turtles was really good, actually. it They looked like they could be actually in that world. Sonic, it's like they didn't go... They didn't want to go full cartoon character... But they also didn't want to go full realistic. They went somewhere in the middle well, with him. So along those lines, right. somebody tweeted they did a quick uh, like mock-up of, here's Sonic in the movie. Here's a more realistic, as in true to the game, version of Sonic. So I don't know. It's going to be too hard to show on here. But there's movie Sonic. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that much different, but it just looks 10 times better. Why are his legs blue? You go from that to that like that at least looks more like sonic yeah his proportions are right he doesn't have the weird muscular legs and like right like just that alone would have made right. such yeah. a huge difference but like uh, i don't i don't i i'm not seeing this movie the jokes are just not land it just nothing seems so it, it's garbage over the top like kids movie like terribly terribly just corny joke like i just oh god i think sonic as a movie could and should work but they need to go they don't need to make it like adult but make it a little bit more he shouldn't be in the real world with real people right did they not Why learn from sonic 06 <laughs> it's sonic 06 the movie that's what i'm saying he's in yeah. there with real people he's gonna save a damsel in distress or something poor james marsden like why why are the cops chasing him? The only the only little tiny thing and Bernardo tweeted this too, so we have the same thoughts on this. The only part about that trailer that I liked even a little bit was when he did the spin dash and took out that tank yes. thing. That was like okay, 10-year-old me, Sega fanboy, Genesis kid, all that other stuff. I would have lost my mind seeing that on the big screen. Yeah. Like I lost my mind in the stupid Street Fighter movie when Ryu went and you just saw like a blue flash of light. I was like, he did a fireball in this crappy movie. Um, that's the only thing about it I like. I think it just, it doesn't, it, it, I, I hate it. It's, it's worse than I thought it would be. And this is not an attack at, at you, Bernardo. Obviously, you know that man or anybody else that likes a movie, like what you like. For me, I just can't. I just can't. I, I knew in my mind it was going to be bad. And and when 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 I first pushed play on the trailer and Gangsta's Paradise did play, and I was like, that's an odd. But this is what every music when people choice. saw it like at Comic Con or something, and they're like, that's Sonic running around San Francisco with Gangsta's Paradise playing. I was like, is this a joke tweet or is this like real? Why Sonic's a gang? Why I didn't even get to say it earlier. Why is Sonic his rings teleport? I mean, I was thinking about that. There's at least when you see the giant ring that you jump through to get to the bonus stage. I mean, right. Maybe that's what they're going for, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sold. I, I'm not. That, that's that's <laughs> one way to put it. I'm definitely not sold. Um, but again, if you like it, you like it. 
I, everybody like what you like. It doesn't matter. I want every movie to be good. I want every game to be good. It's just, it is definitely not for me. I hope my kids never see a trailer because I don't want them to drag me to this thing. Um, it would just be like a, if it comes to Netflix, get drunk and watch it. Now, what are you going to do if Nick and Noah want to go see it? That's what I'm saying. I hope they don't want it. But what are you going to do if they do? Keep putting it off. <laughs> uh, so those are our very harsh thoughts on Sonic the movie. Uh, next question comes from our boy, Nick Schifani. Now that Days Gone has come out, what's the next big thing coming out that y'all are looking forward to? Uh, for me, so I was trying to go through... I've got a lot... I, I keep a running list of games that I want to play this year. So what I've got on there still so far is Link's Awakening, Cadence of Hyrule, Mario Maker 2, Kingdom Hearts 3. I guess I'm going to play that because I bought it. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Blazing Chrome, Streets of Rage 4, Cyber Shadow. I keep thinking about Sekiro. It dropped to $45. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I mean, I've got King. I, I bought Kingdom Hearts and I haven't even started that yet. I should probably right. just chill. Um, and then does The Last of Us 2 end up coming out this year? So those are the games. So, But if I go by what is coming up next, so Cadence of Hyrule supposedly is coming out in the spring. Bloodstain is coming out in the summer. Mario Maker, spoiler alert for later in the podcast, is coming out June 28th. I think the thing I'm most excited for still coming up, because again, this year, there's not a lot of big AAA releases that I'm like, yes, you know, excited about other than the Nintendo first party games. Yeah. I didn't care about Days Gone. It's not, when I was listening to the kind of funny games cast this week with them talking about it, I was like, nothing that these guys like Greg, Andrea, Tim, Fran, all of them were like, uh, everything they were saying was like, I don't want any part of this game. I thought that all along. It didn't look interesting. And now when I hear people, the, the funny thing though is Colin loves it. His review, he really yeah, I liked saw that. it. Um, but I just, I do not want to play it. Even the Sony fanboy that I am, I'm like, no, I just can't play this game. I think the thing I'm most excited for that is coming out next Mario Maker 2 is going to be fun. Cadence of Hyrule, I'm going to play it, but that could I could also see that if I don't get the whole rhythm thing, that could be like put an hour into it and I just don't get it and I just walk away from it. I think the thing I'm most excited for coming up next, as long as it doesn't get delayed again, is Bloodstain. I am so excited for that game. There, there were some people, there's one thing that made me worry. It was Jared Petty or somebody was tweeting about the latest demo the control, something just didn't feel right. But I have full confidence in Iga that he's not going to put out that game unless it is the basically a successor to all the Metroidvania Vania games that it should be. Like, right. I have full confidence that when it comes out, it's going to be right. I think that's the next game that I'm really looking forward to the most. Yeah, I don't know what comes out when, but... Uh. And we're assuming Link's Awakening isn't going to come out till I assume it's November. So that's why, I mean, we don't have a date for it. So it's it's coming out 2019, but we have no idea what that means. I assume it's November. Right. As far as what's left to come this year that I'm excited about, number one is Link's Awakening. Yeah. Number two, I guess, would probably be Bloodstained. There's not really... Now, granted, I don't have Kingdom Hearts 3 yet, but I feel like I've been talking about nothing but Kingdom Hearts lately. So I'm, I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to that, but I feel like that's... We know about that. And it's already out. I just haven't played it yet. Right. Um, so, yeah, Link's Awakening and probably Bloodstained are the next two on my list as far as what Link's, we know is coming. Yeah, Link's Awakening is my most anticipated game this year. Unless somehow Last of Us 2 does end up coming out this year. Um, and Jedi Fallen Order, I'm very excited for that, but I'm trying to just... All we've really seen is one CG trailer. So I'm trying to just be like, let's... EA has screwed up everything they've touched with Star Wars so far. Yeah. So I'm trying to not get too hype, but the premise of it and everything and the story of it sounds fantastic. But I think of the games that are coming out next, as long as it doesn't get delayed, yeah, for me it's bloodstained. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Bernardo. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Don't unsubscribe. Sean, you beat Cuphead. I did. How in the blue hell did you beat this game? That's all I've been playing this week, so let's talk more Cuphead. So. Well, that's a bad hair day right there. <laughs> holy, holy hat head, Batman. Um, the final boss was very difficult, but it was one of those things where I stand by that nothing in this game feels 
cheap. Duh. That being said, the closest thing to it is the stupid robot fight. The final boss is not that hard. It took me probably less, fewer chances to beat that than it took to beat the robot. Okay. But it's one of those things where I knew I was going to beat the final boss. I'm like, I just need to not make stupid mistakes, catch a break here or there, and I'll be golden. And eventually I did. The good thing about the final boss is everything is very... There's nothing like the robot where there's just crap everywhere that you need to just try and get lucky and dodge. Everything's very pattern-oriented. Is it auto-scrolling? No, it's just a static fight. Um, I may even put the dragon fight ahead of the final boss. Okay. But, I mean, those are the three toughest. Yeah. In some order, with the robot being first. You'll beat the robot. I don't think I will. No, you will. I don't know how. I cannot see it happen. Like I told, like... No, but that's how I was in the beginning. And eventually, every time you play, you get a little bit better. You that's figure true. out, I well, will, of these yeah. three things I got to destroy, I'm best off if I destroy this one first, and then I just got to make sure to keep up with this, yeah. and then I can move on to that and just make sure I don't get hit. You can get through the second phase like that without getting touched. Yeah, you just bomb you get to that, And now you've got... Oh, no, that was the Let's Play. You need the five. Oh, wait, you already have no, the I've five, got five HP. HP. It doesn't yeah. matter. I keep getting to the final form with one, and I can't dodge all that. You'll you'll get there. It feels like if I was able to dodge the feathers on the, the final bird form boss, is easier than the first form. I think. It's just I think my problem is I get I've only gotten there like three times and I've got one HP, so I can't even get a good feel for it yet with how you make your way up or down to avoid the walls that are coming at you with the electricity on yeah. it while avoiding the things. It, it it reminds me of that bird boss fight, yes. but the bird boss fight was just just avoid the feathers. You didn't have something else moving at you because you had the bird. If you might have the bird cannon, the yellow and the pink ones flying at you or something, but they're either all the way up top or all the way down bottom. There's nothing else coming at you, so it's just and maybe that's I don't know. I think it's because also you can't like with the bird fight, you can just go up and down. This you have to go forward to get around the the wall thing. Because if you just go up or down, those those electricity walls seem like they're so big that you can't get down into the bottom corner or the top corner and dodge those things and then make your way back up. Like, you have to move through the screen. You can't just stay stationary and dodge. I think that's what's getting me. Yeah. But I will say, when we, we practiced, I, I showed Sean how I was doing on it before we did our Let's Plays. I do think now I do. I, I think I'm like you. I think I do need to go bottom to top when I take out those three forms. Yeah. There. Um, cause, and now that I know that the magnet thing doesn't hurt me, that at least gives me, I don't have to like, right. You know, it's one less thing to worry about. I don't know. I can't see me beating it. This if you is, can get through the first phase with two hits left, you have a chance. Okay. If you can do it with three, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. Cause the second, you shouldn't get hit the second phase. Just I've gotten to the final form with two hits before, but it's like, yeah. I've just, I don't like I'm saying but you I get there right there now enough. you get there so infrequently yeah that yes. it's still yeah I don't even have you can't get a feel for, for it. it yet you'll beat it and then after that the final boss is not easy yeah the second to last boss is it the dice guy I just realized what it probably is. yes okay now, I'm, I'm wondering forward, what it reminds you of you'll as soon as you see it you'll you'll know okay like it doesn't you won't even have to get to the part where you're like fighting you'll like see the setup and you'll be like oh, aha. Man. All right, and now, it's not I, a bad now thing. I'm motivated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did beat it. Uh, when you beat it, you unlock like expert mode or whatever. It's still, you just keep playing the same game. But when you go and fight a boss, you've now got that third oh, difficulty. Okay. You don't start back over from scratch. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. So, you so I went back and, and I did the, like the potato fight. Yeah. That one's pretty easy. Like every, he just kind of shoots everything quicker. <laughs> I really just wanted to get an S rank, which I did. Not that I, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's achievements, but it's not like there's trophies or anything, yeah. but I'm sure one of the achievements is beat everybody on expert, which oh, I'll I'm never sure. do. Um, but I just want to be able to say I've beaten one boss and gotten an S rank. So I'm probably done with it for now. I'm definitely going to play through it again someday. I mean, we're still going on the let's play too, obviously, but the game, uh, it's so much fun. Yeah. If it's not <laughs> in my top three for this year, I'll be shocked. Yeah. It's. They're coming for me. It, I, I love this game. I still love it, even though I'm having such trouble with this stupid robot boss. 
That seems really low. Like I don't know if you landing guys can, in your yard. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear that helicopter. That was sounded really low. Uh, apologies for that stupid helicopter. Um, but I love this game. It's. I don't want to start giving away my top ten list yet, but it. I yes, it's. I mean, I haven't played. I've only played really a few games this year, but I. I, I can't see this getting knocked very far down. Right. The list, it, unless some of these games that I am excited to play this year are just. They just blow me out of the water. If this game is not in my top three for the year, it's been then a good year. this is a heck of a year. Yeah. I'll say that. Yep. I love Cuphead. I'm glad it's not, again, it, it just feels at home on the Switch. It's so it's so good. Well, that's all I've been playing this week. Did you play anything else? Uh I did play a little bit more of um Kingdom Hearts 2? Nope. Okay. Final Fantasy 7. Nope. Blaster Master Zero Two. Oh, okay. I forgot about it. Uh, I'm still making my way through it. Uh, I think I'm kind of getting. Cl- I've got to imagine I'm at least halfway through. Maybe. Oh wow. Okay. Maybe closer to two thirds, but I don't know if it's as good as the first one. But it's so similar that's like <clears throat> almost splitting hairs. Yeah. Like it's basically the first game again with new worlds to explore, new bosses, whatever. But it's a lot of fun. That did just remind me. I did play a little bit of something else because I was so frustrated with that robot boss the first time I got to it. I texted Sean. I was like, I had to just go fire up the the Switch Online, the NES service, and just I just played through the first dungeon of Zelda and I beat it. However, I did play. I, I fired up Blaster Master real quick because I can't even remember ever playing it, and I was just like, I was still so just frustrated from the boss, the robot boss fight that I didn't do very well. But one thing I do have a bone to pick. Have, have you ever have you fired that up yet? The Nintendo, yeah. I don't. I I don't like that there are no display options. I don't like that it's just the screens there and it doesn't take up the whole. It doesn't even fill uh, up the screen in a four by three or pixel perfect three by three. It's it's shrunk down. I you got the borders on the side. I get that you got to yeah, have yeah. that. But then like at the bottom, it just always says. Plus is start, minus is select. R, you know, R two and L two take you to the pause menu. Like, why is that on my? I don't want to look at any of that stuff. Yeah, I found that a little odd. And it doesn't seem like the games look as good as they do on the NES Classic. There's something about the color in them. Like, in, in if like I played Mario one a little bit and I played Zelda one, and neither of them they were crisp and stuff. But it's like the something was like dull or something. It reminds me way back when I remember we talked on a podcast about how. Like the no, Wii, you're definitely right. The Wii Virtual Console versus the Wii U. The Wii looked a lot better, even though it even wasn't an HD screen. It was something with the way the games were emulated, and I think it's something with this too. Like they're not emulated the correct way. Yeah, the one I noticed it the most on. I played a little bit of Ninja Gaiden. One, mm-hmm. whatever one's on there, I think yeah, it's, it's one. Yeah. A, that game's terrible. It's so hard to play. It's yes. just, I couldn't even be. The first level. I've gotten and through I the quit. first two levels, but um, then on the third one, I kept dying. I'm pretty sure. And I think, oh, I think this may have been when I bought Cuphead, and I was waiting for it to download. Maybe that's when I played it. I'm just like, I need to play I something. I Tetris 99. Oh crap! I forgot about that. I gotta download that. Um, so I was just looking for something to pass a little time while I was waiting for Cuphead. I played a little. Uh, okay. Oh, I played Tecmo Bowl. Uh, I played NES Open. That game's so good. Really? The golf. I fired it up, but I was like, the, the meter was just moving too fast. And again, I was still frustrated from the, the robot fight. That I was like, don't have time for this. The movie's <laughs> just too fast. Um, I don't remember that I've really played. I mean, we played golf all the time on the NES because we had it. I, don't, I know we probably rented NES Open. I just don't have a, a big memory of it. Did, did Brent or Matt oh, or somebody I'm getting have it? those confused. Yeah, we had golf. We had golf. We didn't have NES Open. I think they're very similar, though. Yeah, it's just way better graphics. Brent had NES, NES Open. open. Okay. That's where I played that. I forgot there was just golf and yep. then NES Open. Huh. Now I feel like I need to go play golf somewhere and see what it was like. But either way, it was a lot of fun. The game selection's pretty terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't know what is taking so long to... And, I mean, are you really... You're really just adding, like, two games every uh, yeah. month? Like, come on, Nintendo. Yeah. That's a little ridiculous, but it's fun. I mean, it'll be something fun to play on the road. Um, 
Oh, never mind. We have a whole topic on it later. Never mind. Okay. I was going to say something, but I'll wait. Want to get the news of the week? Yes. Persona 5 had some announcements last week. Persona 5 Royal was announced, which is a enhanced re-release of Persona 5. It will have PS4 Pro support for RK. For 4K resolution, there will be new songs, new characters, and locations in the game. It's coming to Japan later this year, I think in October, but don't quote me. But it's not coming to the U.S. until 2020. Um, this whole time, everybody's been hearing about this leaks for this Persona 5S, Persona 5S. Persona 5 Switch, what a lot of people thought it was. Persona 5S was revealed to not be Persona 5 on the Switch. It was revealed to be Persona 5 Scramble, which is one of those dang games that apparently people love and keep playing, but I have no interest in. It's like one of those like Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, those Musou-style games where it's uh, just... Okay. Like, if you're God of War and you just had, instead of, like, fighting three or four enemies on the screen at a time, I'm saying old school God of War, you have, like, a million harpies <laughs> coming at you at one time, you know? Yeah. I get it. Like, it, it's it's something that probably younger me would have liked more arcadey and stuff like that, but that's just not what I want to spend my time playing now. And I hate right. it for Switch owners. Like, we had a whole thread going back and forth with me and Nick and Adam and, and Ernie as well. And then Bernard, actually Bernardo too, that it's just, I feel bad for switch owners that don't have a PS4 that want to play persona. I thought for sure when they put Joker and smash that they were going to put persona on switch. I'm not even going to do it as an, I think we'll still get now. it at some point, but I don't think anytime soon. Yeah. Cause what they were saying, like maybe the switch can't handle it. And I don't know anything about persona. But like Ernie was saying and, and Adam was saying, there's a lot. It's not like it's graphic intensive, but I guess there's so much going on sometimes on the screen that like the game runs on PS3, which the Switch is pretty much as powerful as the PS3. But I don't I don't know that we ever got a good answer of how dumbed down that version is compared to the PS4 version. But yeah, it just sucks. I thought for sure Persona 5 was coming out for the Switch, but as of now, it is not. Um, You going to play it? No. It's only twenty bucks now. Persona, the actual Persona Five. It just it doesn't. The whole calendar thing me. and everything is just too much. I just don't have the time. I, I really, I just, yeah, I don't have the time. <laughs> I don't have the time to play it. Sean, this year's Call of Duty may have leaked. This comes from the Sixth Axis. Many rumors are swirling around that this year's Call of Duty will return to the most popular subseries in the franchise, Modern Warfare. Way back in May 2018, a source who had previously who had previously some accurate and it has to be said some inaccurate details regarding Black Ops 4 stated that 2019 will be Modern Warfare 4. Last week, some American football players, so you can tell this comes from Europe somewhere, got their hands on the game because that's how things work these days. And this was reported by Eurogamer. However, if you looked closely at the report and took the first word from the first four paragraphs, you get... Let me read this to you real quick, and hopefully I remember to insert something here. Sean, text me uh, 44 minutes. Text you in 44 minutes? No, just text me 44 minutes. This is the quote, if I don't remember to put it in. Modern marketing techniques require hype for big-budget games well before their official reveal. And so here's a group of American footballers who say they've played the still-unannounced Call of Duty 2019 at a private event. War. Shooting, killstreaks, all things we expect from this year's entry. If publisher Activision follows tradition, the game will be revealed via an event in the next month or so. Infinity Ward is on development duties this time around. Fair enough. Four athletes got the call of duty up to play. Here they are, blah, blah, blah. So the first four words in the first, well, the first word in the first four paragraphs is modern warfare four. I mean, that's obvious. I wouldn't even call that a leak. I mean, that's... It's it's like obvious, and I, Eurogamer does stuff like this. Like they're a very funny follow on Twitter. Like they're they're a good Twitter account to follow. Um, and then they said subtle. Back to these footballers, specifically Titans quarterback diva Marcus Mariota. <laughs> on a Twitch stream of Fortnite, he was asked off camera what his favorite Call of Duty was, and he replied, "Quote Modern Warfare. I just played the new one." Now he could uh. that could easily be him saying Modern Warfare. I just played, and what he meant was I just played the new Call of Duty, but everything's kind of lining up. Right. 
Finally, we head over to ex-Infinity Ward creative strategist and community manager and former face of Call of Duty from 2008 to 2012, Robert Bowling. That is quite the title. Twitter user Pickford responded to a video that again suggested Modern Warfare 4 was on the way and posted, I'll blank myself if it's Modern Warfare. I'll poop myself if it's Modern Warfare. <laughs> Bowling tweeted back, you better buy some brown pants. So would Modern Warfare 4... We, we are haters when it comes to uh, whatchamacallits here, uh, first-person shooters. Would Modern Warfare 4 get you back no. to Call of Duty? No. I don't think I would either. Like, I love Modern... I just played through Modern Warfare a month ago, whatever it was. I loved it. I love Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 3 was really like a shark-jumping moment for me. And if it is that, all they have to do is call it Modern Warfare 4. It doesn't matter if it's any good or not. It will... It'll be the best I mean, they can call it. They don't even game. need to... No, I know. Call of Duty, it'll sell. I mean, just yeah. Call of Duty, the Call of Duty. I th- I think it makes sense. I'm surprised they've let it lay dormant for this long. What has it been like? Seven, eight years? I don't remember when three came out. I feel like it was seven, nine, eleven, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, two thousand eleven is what I want to say. So I feel like it's been eight years. Now. It's been eight years of what Infinite and Black Ops and Ghost Freak or Ghost. Um, Black Ops 1 came out in, huh? I think it went Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2 in 2012. 2013 was Ghost. I think 2014 was Advanced Warfare. 2015 was Black Ops 3. 2016 was Advanced Warfare. 2017 was Infinite Warfare. 2008, what is wrong with me? 2008 was Black Ops 4 and now 2019. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then 2019, Modern Warfare 4. I think that's right. I think it's been eight years. That's crazy. Some sales data because I like this nerdy stuff. NPD came out for March. The top selling software titles were in order. Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. MLB 19 The Show. That's awesome. Yeah, good for that. It's really the only baseball game you can buy now because the RBI, they're they're still making RBI baseball games and stuff, but they're horrible. Like they, they get like twos and threes out of 10. Like they're Bang. I didn't even know they were still making them. Devil May Cry 5 comes in at number four. Smash Brothers Ultimate is at number five. Red Dead Redemption 2 is at number six. NBA 2K19. Grand Theft Auto 5. I think I saw somewhere that they may have finally crossed 100 million, but I haven't seen a big deal made of that, so I think maybe people are just thinking they've got there, but they've got to be right at it. The last update we got was that they were over 90 or 95, I think. Yeah. So they're they're going to hit it. And then Call of Speak of the Devil, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, of course, they're still in there. The Switch was the best selling console of March and for all of the first quarter. The Switch has now outsold the N64 34.74 million to 32.93 million. I'm not really shocked. I'm shocked more that that's all the N64 sold. Yeah. Because it seems like everybody had one I don't know but that's impressive that they've done it in what just barely two years in right at yeah just over two years I want to look up one more thing here um, because Smash is selling crazy numbers Uh, let me look at this real quick oh and the PlayStation 4 has now officially sold 96.8 million units so it's going to hit 100 million this year That's crazy. Console gaming's dead. That's all we heard. That's all we heard before this generation. Console gaming's dead. No, they're going to hit 100 million. Nobody thought that would ever happen again. Uh, Okay. 34.74. Unit sales. Where's software? Unit sales. Oh. I think Smash is up to like 13 something million. Oh crap! Where's the where's the software? Number of titles released? No, I don't care about that. Unit sales? Maybe it's this one. Again, I, I always say this, but I love how open Nintendo is about their sales data and stuff. Um, nah, I'm not gonna be able to find it. Maybe it's under total unit sales. Dedicated video games top selling title sales units. Maybe that's it. Hold on. Okay, here we go. What's the number one selling game on the Switch, do you think? Mm. It's not what I thought. It makes sense, but it's not what I would have guessed. Mario Kart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What did 16. you think? 16.69. I would have thought Odyssey. No. Odyssey's number two, 14.4 million. Smash is already up to number three, 13.81 million sold. Jeez. And this comes direct from Nintendo, so they're counting, uh, they're going to be counting digital sales as well. Breath of the Wild, 12.77 million units. By far and away, the best selling Zelda game of all time, and it's not even close. Yeah. And then Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee together combined for 10.63 million. Super Mario Party is already up to 6.4 million. Uh, New Super Mario U Deluxe, 3.3 million. That's only been out for a couple months now. Good for that. I think everybody wanted a uh, 2D Mario. Mario Tennis Aces, only 2.6 million. That game seems like it just came and went and nobody cared about it. So I like talking these numbers. I always like when NPD comes out. It's fun, nerdy stuff that I enjoy talking about. But Sean, it is time for the wrap-up. Square Enix is taking Sony's E3 spot. Primetime, Monday, June 10th, 9 p.m. Eastern. Square Enix taking the spot previously filled by Sony. Those are some big shoes to fill. What are they going to do? Like, this Avengers game was talked about two or three years ago at this point, maybe even longer than that, that they were working on the Avengers project, I think is what they called it. They have to have something crazy to show with this if they're doing that time slot, right? This can't just be like Tomb Raider DLC and season two of Hitman, you know, the the next DLC for Hitman. I They got to either be showing the Avengers or Final Fantasy 16. Or a Chrono Trigger HD remaster. Or, that would be cool. Along those same lines, maybe they re-reveal Final Fantasy 7. No, that's actually what I'm. I really, honestly did that. Didn't even I've kind of forgotten yeah. about that game. That's got us. That's what I'm leaning towards. But I'm trying to not get my hopes up because you remember they basically kind of scrapped it and started over. They announced that a couple of years ago or a year ago or something like that. They were changing directors, all this other stuff. But like to have that time spot, you've got you've got to be showing something that's not just a bunch of other titles. It's either got to be Final Fantasy 16 getting revealed because it's been. Two and a half years since 15 came out. I know they keep, they've been putting stuff out for that, but they yeah. recently announced they're stopping the DLC. They're not doing any more. Maybe they've moved on to something else. I don't know. Square Enix is a big company, so they could easily have a team working on 16. I'm still shocked they didn't just call Project Octopath Traveler, or sorry, Octopath Traveler Final Fantasy 16. Just say, whatever, we're going old school. <laughs> yeah. But there's got to be a reason they're doing that. I normally wouldn't care about a Square Enix show, but now I'm like, okay, you've, you've piqued my interest. So I'm very excited to see what it is. Yeah. Sony PR came out and said there will be no PlayStation 5 in the next 12 months. They well, said it will not be coming out before April 2020. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, Days Gone, like I said, it kind of came and bombed overall. Uh, but it is getting free DLC in June. They're doing a survival mode. Basically, there's no HUD. You can't mark enemies. There's no fast travel anymore. And there's also weekly challenges. I always appreciate it when publishers are going to support a game with free DLC. That's awesome. Uh, like I said earlier, Super Mario Maker 2 is officially out June 28th. This I is what I wanted to talk about earlier. Yeah, go ahead. I'm looking forward to this game, but I'm a little... What's that? I'm a little... <sighs> worried. Okay. Like... It was just perfect for the Wii U. It just made sense. But you don't have a handheld screen and a big screen simultaneously on the Switch. You have to do this in a handheld mode, it seems. I mean, you yeah. don't You don't have to. They, they showed something the last time they did a video about... You just move the cursor with the stick or yeah. something. And there's like flywheels you can select from like with different things. Yeah. So remind me again. What is this adding that was not in the first one? Oh, at this point, I don't remember. They're doing, um, now you can select from Super Mario 3D World as one of the art styles. However, it's just side-scrolling. So you get the cat power up and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. They added, uh, they're adding new enemies. They added slopes. You can slide down enemies and stuff, which that was, uh, I didn't even, when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, holy crap, how did they not put that in the first one? That's weird. Hmm. Other than that, I can't remember. Um it just seems like they've added so much to Mario Maker. I don't know. It's almost weird that they're calling this Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Like, it does not seem like it's 
far and away a totally new game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm that being said, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'll probably get it once I see exactly how it works on the Switch, but I don't know. Yeah. That that's a game that should be a home run and I have faith in Nintendo. They're not they're gonna do it right, but Yeah. I what I think is that they will show because this comes out like two, almost three weeks after E3. I think they're going to go, they're going to give us more info on Link's Awakening. Maybe they'll show, well, no, Prime 4. Remember, they had to scrap that as well. They're not going to show that. Um, they're going to focus on, uh, I can't remember the name of the Pokemon game coming out now. What the heck is it called? Uh, Sword, and, Sword Shield. and Shield. Yeah. They're gonna. That's going to be the the main focus. They'll they'll spend like all day talking about that, and I get it, and they should. But I think they're going to put a lot of time showing Mario Maker just when they do their Treehouse Live stuff, doing demos of everything. Here's how it works on the TV. I'm sure they'll make it work, but I feel like you're going to want to do this. It's weird. Like I feel like I'm going to want to design in handheld mode, but then I'm going to yeah. want to play it on the TV when I test out my stage and stuff. I don't know. I definitely wish it, it, like you said, it was perfect on the 3DS and the Wii U because you've got two screens and you've got a stylus you can pick and you can do. I don't know. Yeah. I pre ordered it. I don't think I'm going to cancel it, but it's not, it's definitely not my most anticipated. And, and, and the boys will love to mess around oh, with yeah. it too. Like it's, it's perfect for all of us. So, yeah. And last but not least, the games, well, actually, this is least. The games with gold you for May one. were announced. I did. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Mario. Mario Kart Tour, the smartphone Mario Kart game, is getting a closed beta on Android in May. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. It it seems like it, but again, I feel like they're just going to put motion controls in it, and you're going to be doing, I don't Probably. Know. But it's getting a closed beta in May. If you want, you can go sign up for it. Uh, but last and least, the games of gold for May were announced. We don't have, again, we're recording this on Tuesday. I know the PS Plus games are going to be out before we know before you see this but it is what it is games with gold x bone is getting marooners and this is the actual name of it the golf club 2019 featuring pga tour the golf club xbox 360 which of course is backwards compatible with the on the xbox one is earth defense force insect armageddon and comic jumper now, t- typically, it seems like most months Xbox beats PlayStation. If PlayStation loses to this, then they're not even trying anymore. This is one of the worst. And I've seen like Kotaku or somebody was like, this is just an absolutely horrible list. Like, did they just run out of games or something? Yeah. This is bad. This is really bad. Sean, did you know it's time for the did you know section of the podcast? I did know. We've had a marathon recording session tonight. So I have a sore throat. And my throat's getting sore as we go. I did NBA Jam. Uh, Oh, this is something I didn't know. It just seems like this was always random, but now I know what it was. Sean. Did you know that the matching, I th- for some reason, in the corner of my eye, it looked like you were doing this, like you were about <laughs> to like dart me. I was like, what is happening? The matching game in Super Mario Brothers 3 is triggered by every time you score 80,000 points. I did not know that. I, I didn't know it that. was We've random. Been playing that game for almost 30 years, and I did not know that. So for every 80,000 points you score, a matching card game will appear on the board. This is a chance to re- receive items such as coins and power-ups. There are only a total of eight different patterns among these games i had no idea and every time like i think we said when we did our mario money for it i was like the points don't matter like it doesn't all, all you care about is coins so you can get one ups but now i realize that the points actually have a point yeah you know i just never knew that and i thought that was cool so i always thought it was random or if you just beat a certain i didn't think it was random i thought like if you got to a certain state, a certain level in that world, then you beat it, it would trigger it, but it's every 80,000 points. Hmm. It's so simple. I never knew that. I did not either. Well, this has been episode 134 of the two player co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, a little bit of a quick podcast here, but 
I think it was a good one. And we still got to an hour. Obviously, you can find us over at nerd901.com. Go over there for everything that they're doing over there with all of the people that they're doing. <laughs> Ernie, just go check out the Blur Without Fear. Um, I love Ernie, by the way, I, I should probably text you this. I loved your reaction video to Avengers, how you were just so completely overjoyed with it. I freaking loved that. It was awesome. I haven't had a chance to watch the spoiler stream yet, but I need to get in there and watch that. But that would just that just made me happy. Uh, obviously, you can find us on Twitter. My my notes are all screwed up. I don't know what happened here. Like, all the spacing is weird. This is the out, like, I don't it's know what like happened. Really? That is weird. This is yours. Maybe I need to update my app. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White 24. He's at real Sean White together. We're at two player underscore co-op. Uh, again, if you're listening to audio services around the globe, like iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services. Thank you. It would also mean a lot to us. If you could go over to youtube.com slash two player co-op, hit the subscribe button. It really helps us out a lot. We do appreciate that. This has been a fun episode. We'll be back for 135 next week, but until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.